This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the Kickin' Life Podcast. Your host, your truly Kickin' Life guru, Master Rich Grogan. Hey, as Rocky says, nothing hits harder in life. It's not about how hard you can hit, but how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. And that's how winning is done. And I want you to be a winner. I want you to be your very, very best. I want to inspire and motivate you to believe in yourself. So when, not if, but when life knocks you down, you get right back up with that confidence that I can take on more, I can do more, and I can live my best kick in life. All right, so buckle up, saddle up, here we go. Hey, Kickin' Lifers out there, how are you today? Hopefully you're having a fantastic day. Holy smokes, another great episode coming your way, episode number 58 of the Kickin' Life podcast. Got a super special guest, super great friend with us today. He's been on the show before. Let me kind of set this thing up here, folks. He's got the hashtag break like a champ, a new hashtag he just started pushing here, which is awesome, married like a champ. He's a 15-time world-breaking champion. Five, he holds five world records, and on top of all that, you know, with someone with that many accolades, you, you think, well, he's got seven martial arts academies, too, called Team Chip, kind of giving it away there. Someone with that type of accolades, you'd think they're almost floating in the clouds. Well, this guy is one of the most, if not the most humble people I've ever met, and man, I tell you what, uh, when we first connected there, it was, it was a good, good chemistry, if you will, but, you know, he didn't know me from Adam. But he did what he does. He gave me the time of day, and I was just wanting to give him a shout-out, saying, hey, man, I saw his TED Talk. Great job on that. And then we've become really good friends since then. A lot of stories to share today. So buckle up, saddle up, buckle up, get ready to go. I introduce to you Master Chip Townsend. Chip, how are we doing, buddy? Hey. I'm amazing, brother. I'm from Texas. Everybody put your saddles on. It's saddle up time, right? Saddle up, brother. That's exactly right. Speaking of which, just kind of starting things off, you posted something the other day, which really I got a kick out of on, on Facebook. It was uh, about bailing uh-oh, hay. Uh-oh. Yeah, well, you post all kinds of stuff. I get a kick. Get it? Kick. K-I-C-K. Kick. There we go. Uh, I'm the kick in life guru as far as inspiration, motivation. Well, I get a lot of that kick in life from the man who's the true kicking guru, uh, well, you, sir, Master Chip Townsend. I know that, that saying those things are probably making you feel uh, a little blushy, but like you said, you're from Texas, man. Let it roll off, right? All <laughs> right. Like water off the duck's back, baby. It's just rolling right off. <laughs> Good stuff. You said, think I was floating in the clouds, man. I'm, I'm, I'm down here jumping hard for the cloud every day. I just can't quite get there. Not sure what's happening with that. Well, you have to work on those plyo jumps, I think. Uh, um, I've, I've seen you jump, and it's great, but I think we could do a little bit more to get up to those clouds. So that's just my suggestion. You know, take it for what it's worth. Wearing those cowboy boots is tough to jump in. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, sir, it is. They weigh you down. They're a little heavy. Good. But, boy, when you take them off, you can fly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so the post you posted, post you posted, was all about uh, bailing hay. Uh, in the summer, and I, I forget the caption, something about, you know what hard work is, or if you've ever done this uh, over the summer, uh, you know the value of hard work, and I grew up on a farm uh, outside of a little town called Granite City, Illinois, and we were about uh, 15 miles outside, and that was kind of the closest town, if you will, and so that's where I went to school, and 
everything else, but we had horses and cows and every summer, oh my gosh, from seven years old, seven and eight years old, I drove the tractor and then at nine, dad had me out there, you know, bucking hay. Now he still had the chores, watering the horses, watering the cows, shoveling the poo out of the stalls, going out in the winter and breaking the ice so the, you know, cow have a water trough so they could have something to drink. But I tell you, there is nothing harder and builds more character than bucking hay in July and August. And we had uh, countless, it seemed like over the summer, I lost all my city friends. <laughs> Didn't I don't know if I had a whole lot to begin with, but I'd have them come out and help, and they'd last about a day, and they were done. Uh-uh. Right. And then it was usually Dad right. and I uh, <laughs> doing it on our own. And, uh, of course, part of me was like, Dad, if you wouldn't be so hard on these guys, at least would have some help. And uh, But his whole thing is he only knew one speed, and that was work, 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 work. And, uh, you know, I would have, uh, be honest, part of me wanted to quit all along with the uh, bail and hay, but I didn't have a choice. So that was a great post is all your post. Good stuff. You know what, man? You didn't have a you didn't have a choice, Rich, but look at what this turns you into, a great man and a great leader. You know what I mean? What can I say? It's you know, one thing about bail and hay that people don't think about, you just think that's hard physical labor. But you know what? You're doing it in the summer at the hottest time, and it is itchy, man. You got grass <laughs> down your back, in your crack, all over the place. It's like, what the heck is this mess? So you talk about character building. In perseverance building, it's an amazing way to do some some character building. Let me tell you. Well, and the the funny thing is, you know, you the first time uh, I did it, and the city boys would come out. They got their tank tops on, or they're going shirtless with shorts. Well, that doesn't last very long. Bucking those hay bales weigh <laughs> fifty, sixty pounds. You're all scratched up, and then <laughs> scratch is right. <laughs> so you learn to wear the uh, the long pants and the long sleeve shirts, even though you don't want to. But no, you're exactly right. Absolutely. And uh, I thank my father every day. Uh, we didn't always get along, especially when I was younger. He um, he served honorably in Vietnam and was severely injured. Um, so I think first 20 years of my life, part of him was still over there, and he did the best he could do. All he knew was, as Rocky says, you know, nothing hits harder than life. It can be a mean, nasty place. It's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how you can get hit and keep moving forward. And that was kind of his attitude. You know, I often share with the listeners that that song by Johnny Cash, A Boy Named Sue, could have very easily been a boy named Richie <laughs> growing up. <laughs> Yes, sir. But uh, yes, but sir. Uh, I've got a great connection and relationship with Dad now, uh, better than it's ever been, and I love him for everything he's done for me. And uh, you, you're right, uh, that leadership came from those core values. And that's something I, I definitely want to talk to you about uh, um, on, on the show today and something you do with everything you do, with your TED Talk, which is a huge success, with your team chip, with your Break Like a Champ hashtag, and now your new one, uh, Married Like a Champ, that you do with you know the family. And it all starts with, you know, your, your number one belief and belief in God that we all have a purpose and we all need to respect God and everything he's giving us, his son, Jesus Christ, in order to be our very, very best. And I, I just wanted to start off by, by, by talking about those things, if that's okay with you, Chip. Um, I'm absolutely okay with that, my friend. I thought you might be. <laughs> well, first Yes, thing, sir. Yeah. What better topic, right? Absolutely. Now, to kind of Especially in a, in a world and society that needs it more than ever, I think. <laughs> no, you're right, buddy. And, and I think if there was more of that, um, you know, appreciation and respect for God and then not and not having that fear to openly express it, you know, to say, God bless you, to say, Absolutely. you know, I believe in Jesus Christ, to say, hey, let's do a little more praying and a little less criticizing. I think that would go a long way um, in today's society. Absolutely. You know, I, I, in my, in my personal life, I have order of priorities and sometimes I, I may have shared this with you before, but, uh, you know, number one on my list is God. 
you know, to, to respect and love God every day. And number two is myself. And then number three is my wife and then my kids and so on down the list. And, and when I say priorities, you know, I don't, I don't look at people. I don't look down on people that are, that are not as high on the list, but I, I respect them the same. So I don't mean it like that, but it's just kind of a grounding list to keep myself focused on uh, where my gifts come from. And one of the questions I get sometimes is why do you put yourself number two? Why aren't you on the bottom? And it's because if I can't take care of myself and be healthy, I can't serve my family and I can't serve my team and the people around me. And I think it's super important that people understand that, uh, you know, we are all gifted and we all have so much potential. Think about, think about Samson, man, this guy had, he had physical strength off the charts out of this world, but he had a weak will. You know, he, mm-hmm. he couldn't stay focused on God where he was supposed to stay. And he, what he did is, you know, he said, I, me, and I, and it's me, my, and I did it. And when he did that, uh, you know, it, it, it ended up destroying his life. And so I, my point is, is I try really hard and I try to model very hard, uh, uh, not just humility, but uh, uh, an understanding that whenever I accomplish something, if I accomplish something, that was a gift. And that gift that, you know, that accomplishment wasn't just me. It was a gift given to me. And here's the cool part. If I do really, really well, that's actually not only my kind of gift back to God, not that he needs a gift from me, but it's kind of my gift back, but it's also my worship. You know, sometimes we hear the word worship and we think music, singing and raising our hands. But if I go throw a kick really well and it impacts a young life and helps them to, to become empowered and to grow I just took a gift that God gave me, trans, transmitted that over to a young person by inspiring them through that action. That's worshiping God. God is sitting up there smiling, looking down and going, son, that's exactly what I want from you. And I think it's important, you know, there's a, you know, accountants have gifts, lawyers have gifts, the guy serving fries at McDonald's has gifts, man. And uh, uh, we just need to use those gifts to glorify God every day. Oh, man, absolutely powerful stuff. And I mean, folks, so many things you can take away from that. And, and, and humility is a number one. And, and Chip, I, I know that one of our mentors, kind of, uh, well, I guess it's both of our mentors, Kiyoshi Dave Kovar, yes, um, it talks a lot about that in regards to taking care of yourself. Uh, I've got my little hashtag, right hook reality, I like to throw at people. He gave me a right hook reality. Now, he handles it in such a delicate, professional manner. I'm a little more, uh, I guess, rough around the edges <laughs> than Kiyoshi. <Right. laughs> Uh, you know, kicking the boots around and, you know, <laughs> throwing it out there. But um, he had mentioned to uh, something along the lines, this the way I, I took it was this way. Now, he delivered it in a much more eloquent manner. But the way I received it was, um, do you like disrespecting the people that you're trying to lead? And I'm like, well, of course not. Now, he, like I said, he said it in a much more elegant manner. But that's what I received. I'm like, no, man, I'm giving everything I've got here. He says, well, you're not because you're not taking care of yourself. And I'm like, well, well, yeah, but I'm going to take care of others first. I'm going to do this and that. I'm going to burn the candle at both ends and light a fire in the middle. I'm going to uh, stay up late at night doing this. Exercise can wait. You know, uh, going to the gym can wait. Uh, practicing those forms can wait. Practicing this can wait. I'm going to take care of others. Well, his whole point was, if you're not 100% at your best, how in the world can you give 100% to others? 
And I'm like, whoa. Oh. <laughs> so that floored me. And and the truth be told, uh, I, I, I drifted. And, you know, daily disciplines are something that uh, we work so hard to focus on. But yet, you know, as well as I do, if we don't stay disciplined with them daily, boom, they're out the window. And that, that happened with uh, me and my – I used to live at the gym. I was a personal trainer, mm-hmm. taught aerobics for 15 years, along with, you know, the martial arts for the last 30-something years. Played hockey uh, at a very elite level, baseball, football. So I was always around, you know, staying in shape. That was always a top priority. And then somehow, some way, it drifted away. Start focusing on the business. Start focusing on growing this. You know, start focusing on the family, which is important. All those things are important. But like you said, I let two things. One, God, he kind of drifted away. It wasn't him that drifted away. It was me that drifted away from him. And then also taking care of myself by putting others first. Now, we work to put others Ooh. first. But if we don't take care of those two priorities, nothing else really matters because we're not giving our very, Absolutely. very best. So that's a great point. So folks out there, I know we're we, in a world that we talk about serve, 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 which is great. More people need to have that mindset. But make sure we take care of ourselves. Make sure we've got our priorities in order so we can serve to the best Equip. of our abilities. Right. Equip yourself so you can serve. So, Mr. Rich, I got a quick thought for you. Just imagine every day getting up and taking a, a gallon picture and filling it full of water in the morning. You know, so you got your sleep, you filled up your, your, your gallon pitcher, and then through the day, I'm constantly only giving. And, 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 and that's a good thing, but I'm giving. I'm giving to this person, that person, giving to my business, giving. And so what I'm doing is I'm taking that picture and I'm, I'm pouring out a few ounces of water every few minutes all day long. But at some point, the picture, that has to go back to the faucet. And guess what? It's got to be refilled. And that's us. We're pouring out, pouring out, pouring out. And if we don't stop and take that 30, 45 minutes or an hour and go to the gym, that 10, 15, 20 minutes or two hours to sit and pray. Think about what Jesus did with his disciples on a regular basis. He said, guys, hold it. I'll be back. And he went up on the mountain and he, he filled his cup. He prayed. He, he spent time with God. So I think it's super important that people understand that. And you're absolutely right. Kiyoshi Kovar is super eloquent in presenting that idea of taking care of yourself, it's amazing. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. And, and you're right. Uh, and that's something with uh, the, kind of the world we're in. Uh, we're, you know, the book that I'm working on is called Square Peg Round Hole. You know, I try to fit in when you were born to stand out. We're all given a gift. And that gift, unfortunately, we, all, we try and cram ourselves with, with everybody else. We get caught up in the hustle and bustle of life, and we don't take that right. small amount of time. Um, to, to, to shut things down, to recharge the battery. And it's so crucial and so important in, in so many ways. And, of course, what's the number one excuse everybody gives for not doing it? Time. I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. Right. And right. that little bit of time that you invest in yourself pays extreme dividends. Um, so a couple things. Yes, it does. Uh, that, and I, I think I shared this with you, but if I haven't, I, I couldn't wait to share it with you on the air here. Uh, over the Christmas break, the Christmas holiday season, I was baptized, so I'm super happy about uh, that. It was. So- I did see that, and I am so proud of you, man. I am so proud of you. That that that's uh that is uh, an amazing testament and statement that you made. I'm proud for you. Thank you very much. 47 years old, and it's something I've wanted for a, a long time, um, but the priority wasn't there because I just simply didn't make it a priority. But then, when once it became a priority. I wanted to make sure I was doing it for the right reasons, not just doing it to, you know, for publicity or not just doing it because uh, I want people to think this about me. I want to do it from the heart and be honest, not care what people thought either way. Do it because it was the right thing to do for God. And that was the right time. And I'm telling you, buddy, man, oh, man, it's a good, good feeling. 
It truly is. Yes, sir. And yes, sir. And with that, I um, went did uh, Wednesday was Ash Wednesday. It was the first time I actually went to mass or church on Wednesday and got the ashes on the forehead and, and in the middle of of Lent. Well, I guess only a couple days in, but really, really fully committed to giving things up and then also uh, adding some stuff. And the things that I gave up, something two things I really like a lot. But you know what? If if Jesus Christ could do what He did on the cross, <laughs> I can give up popcorn and steak. <laughs> <laughs> you're my hero <laughs> so and then giving those two away and then I, I don't eat a lot of fast food or fried food to begin with but occasionally i, I tend to slip a little bit but uh, those are gone as well uh 100 and then i added 100 push-ups and 100 sit-ups every day now it's something i used to be able to knock out in my sleep but like we talked about the daily discipline slipping away well it's been a little bit of a challenge these last two days but I'm committed, I'm doing it, and then the second part is at least uh, 10 to 15 minutes of meditation every day and 10 to 15 minutes of stretching every day and then getting kind of back in that routine of training like a martial artist. I let that drift, I let that slip, and before I know it, it's like, holy smokes, what the heck is going on here? And it goes, unfortunately, too quickly. Absolutely, and one of the best things you're doing is you've made a public commitment. Yes. You've made a commitment, and, and public, here's the cool thing, is it's, it's I read something recently that said just, you know, when you have a goal, make it public, but public doesn't mean public, spread it to the world, public to your circle, the people around you that care enough to come to you and say, hey, by the way, how's that coming along? And so good for you making that public to your friends and peers and the people, your colleagues, but also uh, make it a plan. You know, you gave yourself a number. I want this many of these, this many of these, this many minutes here and solidifying those uh, pieces make it easier to stick with it and persevere over the long haul. So I, I see, I see you succeeding, man. You're going to make it. Thanks buddy. I appreciate that. And if I start to wander off the weary path there, uh, I'm going to count on you to kick me in the tail and give me the, uh, round <laughs> kick of reality I need to get back on and, uh, and do the right thing because, um, it's, it's just the right thing. It's those daily disciplines and it's something I share with the listeners on a regular basis. The, um, uh, uh, we always think we've got to go to the, especially if we've been out of a routine of doing something, we got to go to the gym for two hours or three hours, or I said a hundred pushups. You know what? If that's way too much, a little bit of something, and this is another thing I got from Kiyoshi Kovar, a little bit of something is better than a whole lot of nothing. So even if we go for 10 or 15 minutes, even if we do five or 10 pushups or sit-ups, that's a heck of a lot better than doing none. And if we do it consistently over and over again, I've got, um, I'm kind of throw it out here. 40 days in a row, a 40-day streak of, of meditations. Now, I've been meditating probably just like you for 30-something years, but I've never been as consistent as I'd like to be. You know, it's on and off, on and off, on and off. Start off small, five minutes and then like seven minutes. And then some days I only squeeze in three minutes, but I make sure I do it. And by doing that consistently, I've got a 40-day streak. I got a little badge today, so I'm excited. <laughs> Crazy little things like that. <laughs> but, uh, but Isn't it amazing how those small things matter? <laughs> I, I, I know. I mean, we, we talk about it in the Martial Arts Academy. You know, we've, how many thousands of kids have we promoted and given them stripes and given them belts and given them certificates? And, it, yeah, it, it touches our heart. But sometimes we forget how special that is until today I get a little badge <laughs> on my meditative app says, congratulations, 40 days in a row. I'm 47 years old. And I'm doing cartwheels. And yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's so awesome. That's so awesome. It's the small things, man. You know, that's just testament to just 
just smile at somebody. You know, you walk by somebody, they yep. look at you, you never know. Do they know you? Do they not know you? You're walking through the local grocery store. Just smile. You know, I, I've been real intentional this year. It's one of been kind of one of my goals is just to smile more at people in general. And it's been really powerful, man, to see people's response, to see their shoulders relax, you know, especially, you know, like you and I, we, you know, we probably carry ourselves with a certain level of confidence and, and people see that. And when you smile at them, you can just see them just go, ah, he's a, he's a normal guy. It's, it's, it's yep. okay. And, and uh, it's a really powerful, but it's just like that little badge you got. It's just one little small thing that we do. It really matters that we take for granted many times and think it doesn't, but it absolutely does. Well, it, think about small things. What are small things? Or I just recently read this in a book. The uh, on the other side, the little cracks. The bad thing about little cracks, they grow up to be big cracks. Well, the good thing about mm-hmm. little bitty gestures of kindness, they grow up to be big gestures of kindness. And it's the same thing. Those daily disciplines. But yeah, was it Zig Zig Ziglar said? Uh, a smile can lead to a million things, or it can just brighten somebody's day. Man, good stuff. And, and it just shows we're yes, human sir. being as well, human beings as well. Just giving that time to smile, you know, letting somebody out in traffic, holding the door for somebody, doing all the things that we teach every day in the, our martial arts academy and uh, things that we're spilling over into the the real world, if you will, <laughs> to try and make our society Absolutely. a happier, healthier, and safer place to live by inspiring and empowering these people to smile, to enjoy life, to yeah, just just be happy. <laughs> Seems like such right. a tough thing hey, nowadays. I was walking through DFW airport the other day, traveling to an event and, uh, I was absolutely astonished for some reason that day, you know, I, I, each year I kind of make some commitments to myself to be better at certain things. And one of them was smiling this year. I want to be a little more, you know, more personal because I, I'm a type A super intense, you know, I'm just focused on task to task and, and I want to uh, be better than that, you know? And so, uh, I'm walking through DFW. And I'm looking around and I, it, it clicked as I'm going from one gate to another. I was amazed at how many people made zero eye contact as I walked down the walkway. Not people at the sidelines on their phones, but people literally walking, just looking at their feet. And because and I thought to myself, man, what a great opportunity as I walk through. I'm going to probably see, you know, minimum a thousand people, right? Sure. I, it'll give me a chance to practice smiling, you know, and just, just kind of be friendly to people in general as a general gesture. I was shocked at how many people I couldn't smile at because they didn't raise their head off the floor. Sad. It's extremely sad. And that kind of, you know, depicts what's going on in society today. Uh, we're all, uh, and I don't know what it is. I, I, we forgot how to be happy or we've forgotten how to smile or, <clears throat> or we don't have our, the confidence in ourselves. And uh, I, we read a lot, uh, you and I, and I know we talk about a lot of different things with that. An author that I've really been turned on to lately is Simon Sinek. Uh, he's got Start With Why and Leaders Eat Last. And he talks about the uh, the phone. Obviously, a lot of, we're, we're addicted to our phones, but our phones never tell us when we're wrong. Our phones never tell us uh, when when uh, how to feel, but yet they do right. subliminally. With you know, how many times we see on Facebook somebody puts something out there as a feeler, or maybe they send a text to a hundred people, hi, 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 wanting someone to say hi back, just so they can have that dopamine right. hit to feel alive. And after they've done it so many times and fewer and fewer and fewer people respond back with hi, <laughs> then they start feeling like nobody likes me, nobody cares about me, and that kicks in. Right. We don't need that. But unfortunately, that's right. the world we live in today. No, the smiling right. thing, is, is that's excellent, sir. Well, I'll tell you another thing that's, that's interesting about that is, is uh, you know, used to be 
interact social interaction was you know almost all face to face it had to be we didn't have phones we didn't have all the things so today our social interaction happens through this digital device in our hand but the problem one of one of the problems with that is is that i don't post the dirty uh crashes in my day i post the airbrushed pretty uh you know perfect whatever that happened today and my friends or the people that follow see that and they go oh my, oh, their life is so perfect. And in reality, what they're forgetting is, is how many times did I fall on my face to make that one pretty? You know what I'm saying? And it creates a false sense of what's really happening in the world. And so then that person who's looking at that begins to go into kind of a, almost a spiral of, I hate to use the word, but depression, you know, they, uh, my life is no good. It's, you know, everyone's life is better than mine. And you know what? Put the phone down, go sit down and have a conversation with someone go visit someone, go watch them live a day of life and realize, geez, my life's not that bad, you know? So it's um, an amazing place that we live in time. The technology is absolutely amazing and, and priceless in so many ways, but we're going to have to learn to to not let it destroy our lives at the same time. So, well, And that's so well put. So what Tony Robbins says, we get in this spiral, this death spiral, if you will, and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. By And, and what we're yes. doing is we're – Grass is always greener on the other side. No, the grass is greener where you water it. However, we always think it's, you know, it's better over here. It's better over there. And uh, uh, that was kind of my next point in my notes. I think you're looking through the phone here, my notes, so I appreciate that. Yes, sir. <laughs> we have a wireless link going on right now. Bro. Yeah, baby. We got a wireless link. That law of attraction, right? You put it out there, the reticular activating <laughs> system. What you focus on magnifies. Yeah. Um, That's right. <laughs> was was be yourself. I mean, it, it's easier said than done, but when we compare ourselves to others, we're never going to be our true self because, like you said, we, we look at somebody. I look at Chip Townsend on Facebook who's breaking all these boards and these bricks, and then he's smiling and doing great, and I'm having a bad day, and I'm thinking, God dang, how come he's so happy? So that automatically puts right. me in a funk that I should be as happy as you are. Or right. I, somebody else posts that, you know, their cat has just passed away after 20 years and, you know, then they have a flat tire and then they're overweight and they're not happy. They're just eating fast food every night. And I'm thinking, well, gosh, dang, at least I'm not that bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> right. it's like, well, wait a minute. Gotta, <laughs> yeah. Got to find that middle ground. <laughs> yeah. Well, and um, something I continuously say is compare yourself to the person you were yesterday. If you're a better person today than you were yesterday, you've won. Now focus on what you can do to leave a legacy for tomorrow. Hopefully you're here tomorrow, but if you're not, make sure you've done everything you can to create that. And you're never going to get that by comparing yourself to to others on either side of the fence there. Be yourself. Absolutely. So, um, uh, and Chip, I'm sure you've done, I shouldn't say I'm sure, I shouldn't assume that. Assumption, right? No assumptions here. But um, I (laughs) listened to a book by Joel Steen called uh, The Power of I Am, and I've watched his book. uh, and I, what they are on YouTube, the motivational you know, when he's uh, preaching. And, but the book, The Power of I Am, have you checked that out? Uh, no, sir. I have not actually read that one. Okay. Uh, we, obviously, you're familiar with Joel Steen being in Texas there. But uh, Absolutely. The Power Absolutely. of I Am, he talks about what comes after I Am, what comes after those two words is so powerful, uh, simply because, and what you say after the I Am will come looking for you. And too many times people say, I'm ugly, I'm overweight, oh, I'm so dumb, I'm so stupid, I'm terrible, I'm no good at this, I'm sad, I'm never going to make it. And right. what, what, what comes looking for you? 
all those negative things. However, if you change the I am of, you know what? I'm blessed. I'm grateful. I've got great people in my life. I'm beautiful. I'm awesome. I'm humble. Right. I know it sounds like saying all those things and I say I'm humble. Yeah. It's just a reminder to keep me on the ground. But you're constantly throwing those things in your mind. I'm successful. Yeah. The I am is so powerful. It is. I have a, a quick analogy for you. I uh, I was going to kind of having a busy time of year recently and uh, had to, and listen to my language, had to, which is the wrong language, yep. travel somewhere to do a, a seminar. And uh, one day I caught myself thinking, oh man, I've, I've got to go do that seminar and I've got to get my material ready and be prepared and I've got to do this and I've got to do that. And, and I just kind of had this moment of, I thought, oh my gosh, what am I saying to myself? I don't have to. I absolutely am blessed to get to. This is a dream. And uh, I think many times, like you said, what follows the I am, our language can absolutely eat our lunch. And, uh, you know, people, oh, I've got to get up and go to work tomorrow. You know how many people out there are struggling to find a job and you have one? You get to go to work tomorrow. You get to go you're blessed to have those opportunities in your life. And so I think that's a powerful thing. I couldn't agree more. What follows the I am will definitely chase you down. And it's been so enlightening to me. Just the same thing. I've said it before. Oh, I got to go to the studio tonight. Or I've got to cover this or I've got to have this man. Come on. I get, I'm blessed to be able to do that. I'm yes. blessed to be able to do that. Yes. But too often we get caught up in the rat race of the world and we, we lose our focus, lose our priorities. And that's where these last 40 days of meditation and like I said, small amount, but then making that public declaration about, you know, getting back at it with 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, and doing these things little by little, man, I am doing these things by taking that time, and it's becoming, you know what, I get to go work out with the instructors tonight. How freaking awesome is that? I don't have to go work for anybody. Absolutely. But sometimes you get caught up and you forget that, especially, and this is a message for our martial arts friends out there, uh, we're human. I often forget that, and I need that reminder that to be blessed what we have an opportunity to do every day. We got an opportunity to impact people, to empower people, to inspire people, to leave a legacy of better living, a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. Man, how powerful is that? I don't know. I'm pretty biased, but I think it's pretty awesome, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love it myself. With our, you know, with our, uh, our pro demo team, uh, they, they will commonly we've skipped a few years we'll go compete at the world level at the international sport karate association and many times about four or five months out when we start to really dig into the routines and into the grind and into their outside the school training and their bleacher running and plyometrics and all the extra things what we do is we sit down and we have a talk and we call it remember the feelings and we remind them of what it felt like to be on that stage last year because we forget as humans, we forget. We forget what it feels like to struggle sometimes. We forget if, if, if life is going good. We forget the struggle. If, we, if life is going rough, sometimes we forget what it's like not to struggle. You know, So we have to be reminded and regrounded. So we have this talk called Remember the Feeling. And the whole point of the talk is when you begin talking to them five months out from this next competition, you know, four months out, and they all kind of look at you and you can see the dread kind of boiling up a little bit like, ah, oh, the extra work, the diet's got to change. The... And we say, hey, guys, remember what it was like being in the spotlight last year. Remember what it was like when you walked off stage and some little kid looked at you and gave you a high five and said, wow, you're my kid. awesome. And you begin to see their whole demeanor change. But we call that, again, the, the remember the feeling talk kind of. 
And uh, you, you have to drip it out there more consistently than once a year. But it's important that we remember where we came from. We remember the struggles, but we also remember the successes. You know, we got to balance those things and they keep us censored and they keep us uh, for, you know, like you said, they keep us human. Man, I was just right that right in my uh, <laughs> tongue tied here. I got goosebumps and uh, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Wrote that in my notes. Remember the feeling where we came from, the good times uh, and the struggles we overcame. And then, of course, I'm sorry, the the. I guess it would be the hard times. I don't know if that's necessarily bad, but the hard times we had to overcome and then the good times, kind of that reward of, and back to my little badge I got today. I didn't want to meditate every day, <laughs> but yeah, I did. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so I got the a little badge so on my phone. So, so, you know, I'm dying to ask, have you got your hundreds in today? Uh, 50 in the morning, 50 at night. Yes. Uh, I only 50. Right. I did my 50 this morning. Thank you. And um, right. I'm just, I'm just smack I'm just me around, brother. Oh, brother man, let's get it done. Get it done. I will text you this afternoon when uh, uh, when I get them done. I, I'll do that. I'm saying that on the air, everybody. But now, and awesome. I went awesome. to the uh, academy yesterday. And it's the first time in a while that I went there with just the intent and the focus on on working out. And I tell you, it was a little sluggish at first. And of course, being a meathead that I am, being you know the 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 guy that we are, I got in there and went gangbusters for the first five minutes and thought I was going to throw up. I mean, just totally out of control. I'm like, hey. Slow, <laughs> slow down. What do you tell everybody else? Right. Come on. <laughs> That's right. But, uh, Take your own advice, right? Take your own advice. I spit it out there for others to hear, but a lot of times I need to look at myself in the mirror and then put on the headphones so I can hear it. <laughs> yeah, there you go, brother. We, That's right. We know about that. Um, good stuff. Man, Chip, so great to talk to you as always. It's wonderful, wonderful. Yes, so our listeners. That, oh, thank you, buddy. Oh, you know what? Now that I, I Almost, I didn't write this in my notes. Goodness gracious. So we've got a big thing coming up here in May. I know that's a few months off, but ProMac International. How excited are you about that? I'm super pumped. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I think we're going to have some special uh, special stuff going on. You know, last year we did a little uh, breaking extravaganza event of sorts, and I, I think we might do a, a repeat of that this year. I'm not 100% sure. We're still working on some details, but... I am absolutely humbly blessed to get to be a part of that event and maybe get to to, to participate in it, not only as a, a student learning, but uh, as someone getting to contribute a little as well, which is a blast. So humble, so humble. Folks, <laughs> contribute a little bit. I'm going to speak on his behalf. That uh, This is the guy, this is the man we're talking about, Master Chip Townsend, who helped me break my first baseball bat and... I, I'm still getting goosebumps. I watched that video from time to time just to relive that moment. And it to me, awesome. it was like winning, uh, scoring the game-winning goal in the Stanley Cup Finals in overtime to win the Stanley Cup. Because I was a big hockey player and you know played a fairly elite level, but obviously never turned pro. That was just like, yes, yes. <laughs> I slayed the dragon. And uh, I had had a lot yes. of self-doubt. Uh, I've had eight surgeries on my right knee. Uh, and the one, one of the surgeries, I actually cut the femur in half and realigned it. So there's a bunch of bolts and plates and screws and everything else in there. And I really haven't done a whole lot since that last major surgery with that right leg just out of fear. And uh, But, man, you do what you do. You help me believe in myself. We worked real hard at it. We practiced. And most importantly, was just refining the technical value, but definitely getting the mind in the right place. And, oh, what a Absolutely. great, great, great stuff. You, you you did the work, man. I was just there to hold the bat and be excited for you. <laughs> That's the way it works, brother. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So humble, so humble. But, yeah, so Promax coming up, and I know last year when we were there, so our martial arts friends out there, check this thing out, okay? 
PROMAC. Yes, P-R-O-M-A-C. It's the professional martial arts community. It's part of the Satori Alliance with Kiyoshi Dave Kovar, which is a mentor of uh, mine and uh, Master Chip Townsend's there. Check yes, out the yes. Kovar Satori. Check out, just check this thing out. Of all the martial arts events, you want to go to this one. It's in beautiful Denver, Colorado, May um, uh, 4th through 6th. It's just it, it's going to be absolutely fantastic. You're going to meet Master Chip Townsend. He'll be there giving a presentation, and then you'll meet so many other wonderful people. And I've been asked to do a presentation, which I'm just honored. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. And uh, my, Awesome, Mr. Rich. I'm pumped for that, too. That's super cool. Thanks, buddy. Thank you very much. That that yes, truly sir. means a lot to me. And uh, the thing is, I've been Absolutely. kind of chomping on Kyoshi's ears ever since I met him about doing a presentation, and he was so Okay, well, you know what? Uh, let, let's work on this. Why don't you get your school numbers up? Why don't you work on this? Just kind of, you know, feeding me along, uh, which is what I needed because I, like, I, I still have so, so much to learn. But I think I'm at a level now that I've got something to share that others could really benefit from. And my, my talk's going to be on going from bankruptcy to business of the year, which we achieved last year. The, the business of the year. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm so pr- I'm so proud of you, man. That is that's going to be so powerful. Thanks, buddy. And then of course the positive motivation, talking about the podcast, and you know just being you know kicking life, living your best kicking life. Everything that we talk about when we we have a chance to talk, and then the messages that both of us put out there in social media land. Which kind of my next topic, the uh, um, the reticular activating system in your mind. What you focus on magnifies. We all know that. You know if you you think about neg- negativity, you're going to have more negativity. You focus on more positivity, which sometimes seems to be tough especially we're inundated with negativity, you're going to attract more of that. You know, like attracts like. I mean, that's why we get along so well because, man, we both believe in God. We both believe in <laughs> helping others and inspiring others. And we're not afraid to say it, which, you know, unfortunately yes, it seems that uh, I don't know where, where we went wrong there, but it's something we're working on. But the social media wars. Um, and, and, folks, if you follow Master Chip Townsend or you follow me online as well, check out our pages. Chip Townsend, and you've also got uh, another page. Is it Break Like a Champ? That is your uh, professional page. Well, we have uh, I have ChipTownsend.com, and then I have uh, a pretty a, a decent following on Facebook at Facebook slash the Chip Townsend. So okay, okay. Well, anyway, check out his hashtag. It's hashtag Break Like a Champ, which helps go over breaking. Now, there's a lot more than just you know going out there and uh, you know breaking boards and bricks and ice and everything else. It's uh, it's definitely about the confidence the uh, uh, building up that self-esteem, that belief in yourself to overcome challenges and overcome fears. And uh, also, before I forget, your TED Talk, which is outstanding. The What's the name of the TED Talk? I should have wrote that down and I forgot to. I'm sorry. Uh, it's uh, The TED Talk is, uh, it was the TEDx ACU and it's Breakthrough Leadership was the, the basically the title of the talk. Breakthrough Leadership. Okay. And, yes, uh, sir. It, it's, it's, the, the ending is cultivated by... Chip, Master Chip Townsend putting up, uh, was it like five or six bricks, seven bricks, and then breaking through them? So. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so humble. So humble. But um, back to our, our posting, you'll, you'll notice on our pages, never, ever, ever is there anything negative. Why? That's sending negative energy out in the universe, which is going to attract negative energy back. And there's already enough negative energy out there. But we, uh, uh, when you look around, some of our martial arts friends are constantly quick on the draw to criticize somebody, to bash somebody, to say something about somebody's technique, or um, I had some guy not too terribly long ago say I wasn't a real man because I used the word humble. <laughs> so, you know, uh, unbelievable. Wow. 
So, yeah, it, it, uh, how's that one? I was like, wow, I didn't know how to respond to that. So but I took your advice and, you know, don't respond. Don't, 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 don't throw food to them. But, uh, 24 hour rule, my friend, breathe for 24 hours and give them something logical. <laughs> or don't respond at all. Don't respond at all. Exactly. But uh, we, we see so much of that out there. So folks listening, especially if you're in a leadership position, think, I mean, you know, with everything going on, I, I, I do the same thing. My fingers are burning a hole in that keypad. I'm going to just, oh, you, or my phone or whatever I'm replying back. Breathe and think. And I wrote this down so I'd remember. <laughs> think. It, do I really want to spend the amount of time that I'm going to have to on this? Is it worth my time? Think about that. If it's not worth your time, that is irreplaceable. Would your time be better served on helping somebody, spending with your kids, you know, working out yourself, meditating? Then don't reply to that. And then on the other side, right. I wrote, God is always worth your time and will always give you the greatest return on your time and investment. And, of course, will bring you the greatest joy, peace, and happiness. So think about that. Before you reply back to something that ticked you off, you're arguing with a faceless person you don't even know. You're never going to win. So why even do it and then think about the amount of time it's going to cost you? Because as we know, the most sacred commodity on the planet is time. We can never, ever, right. ever get it back. So make sure we're using that time wisely. Good stuff. Um Absolutely. Yes, sir. Many, many times I've sat and looked at things that I wanted to respond to and just and absolutely thought that. You know how much time it's going to take me to hunt and peck the keys out to respond to that? It's not worth that time. I, I need to go spend that time with my kids or on the mat teaching someone or something. There's something better for me to do right now. And, and what, you, what you've been doing lately is your new hashtag, uh, Married Like a Champ. You want to share a little bit of that yes, with sir. the audience? Absolutely. I would love to. Uh, on Wednesdays at 8.30 Central is where we've been doing them, 8, 8.30 U.S. Central Time. Uh, we do. Uh, my wife and I do a Married Like a Champ video where we just uh, kind of get transparent, share some tidbits from our marriage. Uh, we respond to requests to people that, you know, sometimes people will message us and go, hey, you know, how do you feel about this? Or can you address this? Or how have you dealt with this? And we've, uh, we've just been very blessed to be married for 26 years and have an amazing life. We live together, work together, sleep, eat, everything is together. And we, uh, we're not experts. We just want to share and help other people to have kind of the happiness that we feel like we have. And I also do a parent like a champ uh, with my wife as well on Fridays. And uh, we kind of focus on, on parenting and encouraging your kids and keeping them on the right track. So just a couple of things that we're doing. We run them live on the Chip Townsend Facebook page right now. So, and we, we also post them up on our YouTube as well. So they're out there. Man, well, that's so many ways of giving back in a positive way. And, of course, you're spending that time educating and helping others. But also you're spending that time with people you love. 26 Absolutely, years. Annie. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, fantastic. And uh, that's 8.30, the Married Like a Champ, on Wednesdays, 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time? Yes, sir. Okay. 8.30 p.m. Central Standard, and then we do the same thing at 8.30 p.m. on Friday night Central Standard for, for Parent Like a Champ, and we address, you know, parenting issues and questions and different things that come up. Uh, sometimes they're responses to requests, and sometimes they're just us uh, just kind of sharing thoughts and, and wins and losses in our own parenting to uh, try to help other people make maybe fewer mistakes that we've made. Sure. And check that out, folks. You hear, you hear the humility in Master Chip Townsend's voice there, and it's just like that. He says it on, on his uh, show. just talks about, hey, I'm just a normal guy that's trying to do the best I can to uh, be the best husband and be the best father to my two wonderful kids. And uh, Master Chip, if you're going to give a quick shout-out to your wonderful wife and your two kiddos there. 
Absolutely, man. My wonderful wife, Ms. Glenn Ann, she's amazing and puts up with me. You know, she's got to be an amazing woman to put up with me for over 26 years. And then uh, I have three beautiful kids, one in college, oh, Lexi and Trinity and Slade here in elementary school. And we're, uh, we're very blessed to have healthy young people that are all martial artists. Uh, they all train it basically every day. And uh, we just, uh, we live a pretty amazing life. Do we have bumps? Absolutely. Last week, three of them were down with the flu for the whole week. So, you know, it's like everybody else. We, we battle those same, uh, those same gremlins in the closet like everybody else does. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, I, I forgot Lexi was in college. Holy snikes. <laughs> My gosh. That's right, man. Uh, I know. And, and, uh, Crazy, isn't it? Yeah, that, that is insane. And uh, it, even though she's got the support of mom or dad, folks, Le- Lexi, <laughs> she can do it on her own here. This gal's got her... Oh, I guess I should say her her dad's power and her mom's looks. How about that? And uh, uh, I, I, I <laughs> <Thank> guess <God. laughs> and a mixture the of the brains. Part, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> uh, your wife's got plenty of power too. I saw her uh, uh, six Don testing. Uh, folks, you want to yes, see something outstanding? Check that thing out! Wow, wow, wow! And um, I'm not sure who it was more fun for. Uh, uh, Master Chip there getting beat up by his wife or his wife, you know, <laughs> taking out 20, 26 years worth of anguish and anger on him. It was fantastic. <laughs> uh, let me tell you, it was actually painful as that day went. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't sympathize with you there. I was like, well, I guess I should sympathize. I'm just glad I was, it was you instead of me. So I was like, oh, man, take that. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, speaking yes, of your sir, wonderful. Really good day. Yes, it was fantastic. I get goosebumps just right now thinking about it. So once again, folks, check that thing out. And uh, again, if you're not following uh, Master Chip Townsend, just you know how to do all these things for searching. You're probably better at it than I am. Type it in, follow him, and I'm telling you, it's going to be the the lift you need to start your day, to inspire you, to help you live and believe in yourself, to be your very very best. So, uh, Chip, I've got another thing here I wanted to talk about. Uh, talking about your your lovely wife here and her her inspiration and her you know uh, being the wonderful mom wife that she is, but also the ability to deliver as I like to call it the right hook of reality or maybe for your terms the right round kick of reality when mm-hmm. you were doing a breaking championship and um, you you broke your arm in the midst of doing that you a brick you're doing like a, a drop brick break or something and it caught the side of your right. forearm on it and you broke it but you're in the finals for the the championship when you had to go eight seconds and break as many boards as possible. And I think you share the right. story that you you went over to your wife and you're like, oh, man, I think I broke my arm, hon. I, you know, I know my body pretty well. And you thought she was going to just kind of console you and say, okay, it's okay, sweetie. You did a great job. I'm proud of you. You know, <laughs> instead, if you wanna, wouldn't mind telling the listeners the, the right hook of reality she gave you. Well, I was sitting on the backstage steps uh, after walking off stage and competing, and I knew I had broken my arm. And anyway, I dropped the news to her, and I said, you know, honey, I'm, I'm expecting this. Okay, baby, I love you no matter what, and a big hug. <laughs> and she leans over on me, and she whispers in my ear, you only need one more division. It's only eight seconds, and you can do anything for eight seconds. We're winning. And that was what she said. And I said, oh, my God, I've got to get this done. <laughs> I knew I had a real woman right there, buddy. Let me tell you. So, uh, folks, think about that. You you, you just competed as hard as you possibly can. You know you broke your arm because you know your body extremely well. And you go over to your wife for loving, caring support, and she smacks you around and says, you can do anything for eight (laughs) seconds. Right. Hey, just just not to to gloat, but I will say 
I uh, I broke the record in that division by nine boards with that broken arm. And if, if she had not leaned over and said, hey, you can do anything for eight seconds and actually believed in me and kind of pushed me into that man role of, of you know, provider protector for my family and kind of put me in that mindset, I would have never done that. I would have never known, you know. And that so makes it was a powerful it, moment. Absolutely. That makes it even more. More horrific, horrific, I can't even talk here, heroic, that's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> Got me goosebumped up again here, I'm standing in the, uh, the, uh, the, where am I at here, in our sound room here, and I'm throwing punches and kicks, I better calm down, I'm going to knock <laughs> something over, just pumped up, baby. But yeah, even more heroic, <laughs> nice. broke the record, and uh, I don't want to say, was it 40 boards in 8 seconds? That that year was thirty six. Thirty six. I came back later and broke 40, 42 in another year. So forty two boards in eight seconds. And um, folks, once again, that's uh, something you just posted from was it three years ago? Or was it more? I it was more uh, than, you just posted it. it was oh, a, it's been longer than that. It's been longer than that. So uh, I have some highlight videos that have highlights of me doing that, and then some ESPN video. But uh, the actual that year's competition was either two thousand, I think two thousand five, four or five. I can't remember. Well, it's been man. It's already been twelve years. Oh, since that competition. Well, the uh, the video right? I, I was referring to was the uh, the one you just posted. I thought it was a compilation of videos from like three years ago, but I'm sure it was over a span of a decade or so. Which yes, wow, 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 wow. Yes, so, I. I did. Uh, you, you can find those either on my YouTube or my my Facebook page, either one. But I do have a highlight video that goes all the way up to the the four bats uh, for ESPN uh, two years ago. So four bats, folks, and that's another uh, world record. And a uh, lot of power, but once again, the humility and giving thanks to God, all those things are the central focus of everything that Master Chip Townsend does, and that's why, that's why he's such a great person to follow, such a great person to, and once again, we want to be who we are, but if you want to emulate somebody, emulate somebody that has their priorities in order and then does it on a daily basis. You know, a lot of us talk the talk, unfortunately, but it's what we post, what we believe in, and it, it, it's just who you should Focus on being to better yourself. Be you, but have some goals out there. Great, great stuff. Absolutely. And and um, when I was watching that video, the the one with all the the that you put together that I was talking about three years ago, I think it was a video that was you know compiled three years ago of of all these different feats. But they go back what, a, a decade and a half. I uh, I remember and I forgot about that, but seeing that guy with the patch over his eye. Doing all these wild, crazy <laughs> breaks on uh, on this on ESPN, this you know, world breaking championship or something, and back in the early two thousands, I thought, man, who the right. heck is this crazy man? This is freaking awesome, and and I yeah. I I'd completely forgot about that, and I know we met, uh, oh goodness gracious, three or four years ago now, and you know I'm grateful for the friendship we developed in that short amount of time, but it, it, until I saw that video, I, I didn't, and I should have, but. Sometimes, uh, uh, I don't know, too many concussions or whatever is going on here. The brain doesn't function properly. <laughs> but uh, those were all for those are all from hockey, not martial arts, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, how about this? We'll say hockey, hockey fights, and then time I spent in Korea. They, uh, um, they, they, there you go. <laughs> the thing was all about taking a bite of the apple, which um, you know I'm all for yeah, toughening too. kids up, but I don't think they need kicked in the head to know what it feels like to be kicked in the head or or you know <laughs> right. knocked unconscious or have a broken nose to know what that feels like either so that's just different ways of thinking yes, everybody has their own but you know i know the things i struggle with nowadays from the multitude of concussions i've had and i don't wish that on anybody i'm all about developing that yes, inner sir. core of doing what you can to find 
inner piece in order to project that piece outward. Now, if you do need to defend yourself, of course, yes, that's why we teach the practical self-defense that we teach. But everything starts with taking a calm perspective on things, and fighting is not the first resort. And the listeners hear us talk about this all the time. It's the last, 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 last resort. Um, and the example I give Chip a lot is uh, I talk about you know the, the the wild, especially like kitty cats. The most, and they're not in the wild, but <laughs> they're from the the lions in the jungles. You take a kitty cat, the most docile, passive creature on the planet, and if you go up and scare that cat, what's it going to do? It's going to hiss and it's going to run away. You go up to it again, it's going to keep right. hissing. It's going to keep hissing and it's going to keep running away. However. You back that little docile, cute kitty cat in a corner, and that cat fears for its life or the life of its kittens, mm-hmm. that thing's going to scratch your face off. And then it's yes, just going to go back to licking itself or whatever the heck it was doing before you bothered it. <laughs> but it's that's right. everything that's it right. can to avoid conflict. And that's what the true essence of what we talk about with martial arts, helping people live a better life and fighting all the time, You know, getting knocked unconscious. For some people, I'm not knocking it. I went through it. I'm just saying I think there's a better way out there. Absolutely. Better, Building better people's way. confidence that they can fight so they never have to. Ah, could you say that again, sir? Please. I said building people's confidence that they can fight if they have to so that they never do have to. Wow. Write that one down, folks, or replay the, the tape here. It's not a tape. I don't know what it is. I guess I should know more about this technology thing. On your iTunes account or Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean. There's my little plug for the show. Wherever you get your podcast from, <laughs> rewind that and listen to it again. Good yes, stuff. Sir. Good stuff. Yes, wow, sir. wow, wow. Um, the last point I want to just touch on is, uh, and, and we've, uh, I think we've shared with the listeners, hopefully, who in the world this super rock star, awesome Chip Townsend guy is. But once again, folks, check him out. Good stuff. All we're going to continue doing is building our community, building our tribe of positive, motivated, inspirational Leaders, they're going to make our society, make our world a better place to live. Napoleon Hill, what the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. I talk about that a lot. Would you mind sharing kind of a little bit of your journey there, uh, Chip, on, you know, you maybe share with your eye the battles you've had to overcome, you know, bullying as a kid because of that. And then you believed it. You believed it in your mind and you believed it. What the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. Absolutely. So whenever I was three, I lost an eye. So I have a prosthetic eye. So I went through the majority of my kind of formative years. Now, although I had a great home and great parents, that was good. I went through, you know, a lot of bullying, a lot of picking and poking. One of my most uh, memorable times is in those formidable junior high years, walking down the sidewalk outside and sneezing and my eye falling out and all the kids kind of freaking out about it, you know. So it was kind of a tough time, but uh, no matter what, I had my my mom delivered three messages to me whenever I was a little bitty guy. Uh, when they removed my eye, they put almost 200 stitches inside my actual eye socket. And so I'm at three years old at this time, so I spent a lot of time in my mom's lap. And that time in my mom's lap prepared me kind of for the future. She delivered three messages. She said, number one, you're a gift from God. Number two, you're going to change the world. And number three... Uh, you're, you're going to be a different kind of man. And she would tell me those three things all the time. You're a gift from God. She reminded me of where my gifts come from. Uh, you're you're going to change the world. She gave me a huge vision and a goal that she planted in me that I truly still believe in. And uh, uh, and you're going to be a different kind of man. She, she wanted me to grow up to be a man of compassion, 
that yet strength, one that would stand his ground, that yet knew when to and when not to, and, and to have a good balance on those things. And so uh, she planned a good vision with me and helped me to conceive those things early in my mind. And I hope that I'm achieving those things later in life now. Huh. I was writing those down as you were talking there. Fantastic. You're a gift from God. You're going to change the world, and you're going to be a different type of man. Fan, fantastic. And that brings up kind of the last point. How many times have well, possibly you, I know I have, and so many people in society been told that they can't do something, and they let that Absolutely. belief stick there, where you were told from your mom, you're a gift from God. You're going to change the world, and you're going to be a different type of man. So you were told what you can do instead of what you mm-hmm. can't do, and both very powerful. You know, the seeds we plant. Believe, believe, mm-hmm. Go ahead, sir. Believe me, as I moved through life, I was told plenty of times the things I couldn't do. You know, no, no baseball, no, none of this, none of that, you know, so I got plenty of those, but I was lucky to have that foundation that my mom planted early in my life that kind of kept me from limiting beliefs. It kept me uh, on, on a little more positive note and, and kept me knowing there was something better and bigger out there, right? Absolutely. So folks listening, you know, we've all got our struggles. We've all got our things we've had to overcome, and that's what's made Master Chip Townsend the success he is, but he's also got, he's rooted in humility, you know, from his mom, that belief that he is a gift from God and was going to change the world and he overcome all the naysayers or on the other end, you know, I was never a very big person and I was constantly you know, laughed at and ridiculed myself, told what I couldn't do because I was small, told what I couldn't do because of this and that and everything else. And of course I was always in the clouds dreaming. If I heard it once, I heard it a gazillion times. Richie, will you stop dreaming? Richie, will you focus? Richie, will you, will you uh, be serious? <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, <laughs> Well, Richie just wants to be Richie, you know what I mean? But, uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, and, and part of me, that's what developed that fighter spirit. And, uh, and a lot of it, unfortunately, was, was, was my father. I mean, like I mentioned, he did the best he could do, but all he knew was the world was tough. And I was a dreamer. I was out there floating around, always dreaming of, you know, uh, I don't know, being a professional athlete or being a movie star or being a celebrity and just dreaming. And he would be, you know, he was blue collar, tried and true. And he only had an eighth grade education. Uh, like I mentioned, served honorably in Vietnam and was injured extremely, uh, was really, really injured in Vietnam. I won't go into details, but when he got better, he became an over the road truck driver and changed his name to Butch <laughs> of all things. So he was the, you know, prototypical fifties macho tough guy, you know, and, uh, here's his son, the, the dreamer and, and when I got my teen years, I started teaching aerobics and stuff, which really killed my dad. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I said, oh, my, Rich. That's good to know. I need, I, we, we need to talk more about this one of these days. <laughs> well, it was, uh, it was a crazy – I mean, it was, it was kickboxing or karate aerobics. Uh, the first word I had uh, – I came up with aerobics, karate aerobics. And I went to trademark that in uh, 19, uh, 1994 or five. And back then, we didn't have Google or the Internet or any of that stuff. So you had to go over to, I went over to St. Louis, Missouri, in the Patent and Trademark Office, and in the basement of this huge building, and looking through the old, like, fish files or whatever the heck they were called. And uh, anyway, somebody in Arizona had Corobics, Karate Aerobics, so I had to change my tune. And that's when I came up with Kick to Get Fit. And, uh, and that's kind of led into nowadays, uh, the, you know, Kick in Life. But anyway, yeah, that way really, really kind of set dad off. What in the heck? I thought I raised a man. You're teaching aerobics. And I'm like, well, dad, I'm surrounded by women all day. Come on now. Help me out here. Yeah, yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's, that's, uh, that's a long story. That's a whole show altogether by itself there. But uh, good stuff, good stuff. Well, 
Ali, that's Chip Townsend, buddy. Thank you very, very much for your time, uh, your knowledge, your expertise, and just for being a good, God-loving man. Thank you very much. Well, Mr. Rich, thank you for having me on the show. It's always an honor. I love spending time with you and getting to visit and share ideas and push each other to be better, man. It's a great time and a great life. Awesome. So one more time, if you wouldn't mind letting our listeners know how they can find you and follow you and all the great, wonderful things you're doing out in the world today. Yes, sir. Uh, I have a book out called Breakthrough Leadership, The Teamship Method. You can get it on Amazon or you can message me directly. Facebook.com uh, slash Lee Chip Townsend is my Facebook page. I'd love people to follow me there. That's where I do most of my communicating with folks and a lot of my sharing. And then we have uh, ChipTownsend.com, which is my website where I uh, post blogs about once a week. Uh, put some, some video stuff on there, but mostly written blogs. And, uh, then we have teamship, uh, tkd.com, which is our martial arts program. So any of those you want to jump on and follow, we would love to have you, have you aboard as a part of our family, man. And we appreciate you allowing me to share that Mr. Rich. Oh, absolutely. And if they want to take martial arts classes, uh, can you tell them how they can, uh, the town you're in and you've got seven absolutely. locations. Is that correct? We, we, we have six right now. Okay. We, we did have seven, a small one, but one of our small ones closed down. So we're at oh. six, and we, we're in Abilene, Texas. We're in Sweetwater, Texas, San Antonio, Texas, and San Angelo, Texas. And then we have a location in Oklahoma City and, uh, and Elk City, Oklahoma. So we have six active locations running right now. Fantastic, fantastic. So, folks, uh, you know what an advocate I am of martial arts, a little on the bias side, but you know why. Almost 40 years now in it, and I know that it's done for my life. If you're in any of those towns, any of those areas, check it out. And those that can't, you can definitely follow uh, Master Chip Townsend on all the social media sites. Wow. Thank you so very, very much for being on the show today. Please pass on my love to your, your wonderful family. And goodness gracious, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. And pass our love to your family and, and uh, our support to your team, man. Anything we can do for you, let us know. Absolutely. Well, in uh, May, uh, we're the whole tribe's coming out to... Uh, Denver. We're coming out oh. a little bit early, taking a family vacation, so you'll get to meet the whole tri- uh, the whole tribe, and uh, they're excited. Very about it. cool. They're excited. Very cool. I can't wait, brother. Well, listeners out there, thank you so very much for taking the time. You you know, I say it every single week, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Thank you very, very, very much. I know how sacred time is. It's the most sacred commodity on the planet, and the fact that you took time out of your busy day to spend it with myself, spend it with special guest Master Chip Townsend. That means the world to me. I'm going to keep doing everything I can to deliver the best messages, do as much, re- much, much, listen to this tongue tied here again, much research as I can to deliver the best messages to help build our tribe, build our community of positive, motivated, inspirational thinkers to make our society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. All I ask, please share this with somebody who could benefit from this message. Download our previous episodes. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do so. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. God bless you, Chip Townsend. Thank you so much, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grogan, your Kickin' Life guru, reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week, another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon.
This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.